If anybody ever says walking with Jesus is boring, I would say try listening to the Holy Spirit. Your life will always be filled, always be filled with adventure. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. You're listening to part two of Kyle's story, prompted by Holy Spirit. My encouragement that I have I have grown in is listening to his voice. It's an everyday. I, you know, I live in Richardson, a, a suburb of you know North Dallas, and my wife and I have been going to a church for 17 years, and our four kids. And after the first service, uh, I very clearly heard the Holy Spirit say, "Go to a McDonald's." And you can say, "Well, you're hungry," you know, or you could you could rationalize all of these different things, right? That oh, this is why you went. And look, I really had no reason to go. My wife is serving in the kids' ministry. My kids are going to youth group. My other two kids are going to Sunday school. And so I'm leaving them. I'm taking our car. I'm leaving them at church and I'm going to McDonald's. Now in my flesh, I begin to think, oh yeah, but in this next hour and a half of my family's all at church, I can go wash my car. I can go talk to somebody while washing my car. So I begin to come up with these locations that justify not going to McDonald's. But man, I gotta tell you, I kept going back to this Romans 8, those that are led by the Spirit of God are called sons of God. I wanna be led by the Spirit of God at all times. And I think we've, we've made it crazy. I think we've made it weird to listen to the Spirit of God means you gotta go jump from someplace or you gotta go you know, jump through somebody or go, I mean, we make it this extreme or I gotta see some drastic thing. And it's literally every day to help us get through life. And so for me, I'm like, okay, God, I'm done rationalizing this whole process of, did I really hear, I heard McDonald's on Beltline and Coit. I know that. So I walk in, I have my backpack with me. I pull out my computer. I put my headphones in because I begin listening to a message, but I know what I'm doing. I'm there listening and waiting for the right person to come in. And all I'm doing is asking, Holy Spirit, who do you want me to talk to? And, you know, honestly, there is probably 25 people in this McDonald's and nobody, the Lord, the Lord doesn't highlight anybody. And you can say, well, Kyle, where in scripture do you even see that? Well, think about Jesus when he's hanging out with the crowd and Zacchaeus is up in a tree. Jesus clearly is always looking. He's always sensitive to what's around, who's around, and how can I be led in, in order to, to reach this person? And so instantly this grandma and this grandson, I didn't know that that was the relation at the time, they come walking in. And I'm telling you, it was so clear. The Holy Spirit said, those are the two. And so, you know, we, we, we always model this off in this process of sharing the gospel, love, listen, discern, and respond. And I was just in this moment, if for me to love them, I needed them to order, sit down, get relaxed, not just like jump on them. <laughs> that would be weird. And that's why it gets so weird. And so I just, it's like, okay, I'm going to just rest on this for a second. And in this process, they, they got, uh, they got their order and then they sit down, they don't have their food. And I just, I packed up my bag and I just went right up to him. And normally I just asked them if, if there's anything I could be praying for them. And, and before I got the words out, this young kid looks at me and he goes, hey, you're Jude's dad, right? And I'm thinking, 
wait a minute, my kid's in second grade at the local public elementary school, and this kid looks at me and says, you're Jude's dad? And I go, man, I am. And instantly, I recognized who this kid's was just by his name, once he said his name. And then right away, the grandma was totally disarmed. Not like, hey, this is some weird stranger. My grandson now knows his, his son. And they invited me, we sat down. And we ended up having lunch together and just talking about life and what a lot of people maybe might not know, but part of our ministry is that we help equip and train people to share the gospel. And we're doing that all over the world. And uh, we've been invited to go into Uganda. We've been invited to go into Kenya, into Tanzania, in Liberia and Malawi, major African countries. And this little boy had a Uganda, a Kenya, and a Tanzania wristband. And I looked at him, I said, man, this is where I've been called to, to start sharing the gospel. And the grandma just looked at me and uh, she was blown away. In fact, her line was, frickin' foot. And I was like, frickin' foot? <laughs> I started laughing. Part of being led by the Spirit is like, don't be awkward. Like, don't be awkward to the point where like, what is going on? Like, just kill the awkwardness. And I was like, did you just say frickin' foot? And she goes, yeah. She's like, you're going to Uganda, you know, in this month. I'm going to be there the month before. We're going to miss each other. And like, she saw... And I said, hey, look, and I, I pulled out this little wristband or part of our ministry. We just walk people through the gospel and we go through, you know, everybody's sins that leads to death and the love of God through Christ. And when you have faith in him and when you confess who he is, you get life. And I walked him through this colorful wristband in, in a Bible and he read every verse out loud. 20, 25 minutes later, this young man comes to know Christ. He's born again. And I said, do you know what it means to be born again? He goes, wait a minute, that's kind of weird. Like I'm going to get a whole new body. And you know, the whole time I was thinking, what if I wouldn't have listened to the Holy Spirit at the local church that said, go to McDonald's? What if I would have literally just stayed in my comfort zone of, nah, maybe they're going to come to me. And I think when there's a shift in the, in the church that believes the Spirit of God wants to direct us, because not for our good, but for His glory, then we might do this more often. And the grandma looked at me. She said, you know, my sister's been very, very sick, deathly sick in Uganda. And recently she got healed. And she said, I'm going to call her immediately and tell her that God sent somebody to share the gospel with my grandson so that he could get born again. Nobody cares about my name. Nobody even knows. And I think that's the shift that, that needs to happen is that this is about his glory, his honor, and his fame. And when you trust the spirit of God, people's lives could radically be changed. Who doesn't want to see and taste this? You want to know who was really blessed? My son, Jude. Because of my son Jude being a light in his school, his witness allowed me to share to this family. And it became a whole family event. And I just left yesterday so thankful that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to each one of us. And in that, I would just say, please trust the voice. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to always get it right. I don't bat 100% listening to the Holy Spirit. But as long as it doesn't contradict the, 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 the word of God, what you think you hear, try it. The worst case scenario is, is you fail. In man's eyes, it doesn't work. You get back up and you try to hear from him again. Uh, I, I think all the time, I have four kids, and what do I tell my kids? When I tell them the first time, do they always listen? Um, no. <laughs> if you guys have kids that always listen, praise the Lord. I don't, <laughs> and I love my kids. But with time, you know what happens? They do listen. And with time, they hear my voice. 
And with time, they trust me enough that they're going to listen. And I think that's the art of listening. That's the discipline of listening to the Spirit of God. You have to keep training yourself to listen. And you got to spend time in prayer. You got to spend, spend time, stop talking and more listening. You walk into an environment. I am always walking into a place. Lord, Holy Spirit, who do you want me to talk to? None of these are my thoughts. These are all people that have gone before us, seasoned veterans that have passed this down to me. And my prayer is that this could be passed down to the church so that we could see more people come to know the Lord. It's hard, but it's so rewarding and so fulfilling. If anybody ever says walking with Jesus is boring, I would say try listening to the Holy Spirit. Your life will always be filled, always be filled with adventure. It's mind-blowing to me that Jesus himself said, we will do greater things than him. The only way that's possible is through the Holy Spirit. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.